Greetings, and welcome to another episode of The Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl, Naila, and because I am unaware of what time you're listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. So today for me is Sunday, December 12th, 2021. It is 11.44 p.m. All right, you guys, so I have had... Kind of productive, uh, no, not kind of pr- productive. I've had a pretty productive evening, um, actually, day because you know, today I didn't jump up and do a whole lot, you know, I didn't overexert myself, you know, um, with a whole bunch of things. Today is Sunday, so I just literally like chilled out, I played around with music. Uh, all day I created a beat by numbers. I know I'm not going to go into that. It's kind of difficult <laughs> when I try to explain it. Um, because me thinking to do it this way was kind of genius. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so I did that. That was a lot of fun. Um, I did that all day and then... Uh, yeah, and then uh, this evening I got some um, studying done. And I wrote a little bit on my book, and then I got some studying done. So I feel like today went really well. I appreciate the way it went. Because even though I did, you know, a variety of things, I still was rested you get what I'm saying? Like, I didn't wake up until about, I'd say about 10 a.m. That was kind of sleeping. That was really sleeping in for me. Um, and then when I got up, it was just like I started hearing this tune in my head. And I had to immediately get up and record it. I was going to uh, get up and get dressed today and go to the grocery store and go grocery shopping uh, is what I was going to do. But then I started hearing that tune in my head and I was just like, oh my goodness, if I don't get this out, you know, usually I would have been able to just record it in my phone or my phone memos. But with this new cell phone, I don't know how to do a lot of things. And so it kind of forced me to have to get up uh, turn my, my desktop on and literally go to the program on there, get my microphone record and all of that, which is what sent me into a day of not necessarily a day of recording, but a day of recreating, um, a beat that I made a while back, uh, and, um, just creating a soundtrack for myself by numbers. Um, so I can go back and re-record it because now I have a little more genius behind, you know what I mean? You know, this music, like I, 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 I understand the reason why my vocals sound so muddy on my old stuff. And so now I'm going back and, uh, I'm able to clean that up and make it sound better And so I'm excited about that, uh, which also just 
makes me see that working with someone right now, you know, y'all, it goes back to that thing that I talk about, (laughs) about how I can't stand for someone else uh, to, for my success to be based on someone else's input on something. And so the thing yesterday with a guy not coming through, you know, with this studio, you know, issue, uh, which his studio is right next door in his house, the same way mine is here in my house. It's just like, okay, I can either pay someone else, pay to deal with someone else who's going to be lukewarm or have their own lives and, you know, their own life and, you know, whatever else, their own schedule. And I have to kind of try to figure out their schedule and my schedule. You know, I could pay for all that chaos and, you know, or, you know, just for their knowledge or I can stop being ignorant and learn and teach myself how to do it. So then my success at getting things done is based on me and my time frame, me and what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, this is just how my mind works. Like I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather. And then on top of that, I'm the type of person who I would rather not divide my money in a whole bunch of different ways. Um, See, because I don't know what comes with other people uh, and what they're doing as far as, you know, um, Mike, is is me working with you, meaning that we're going to go into some type of contract to where if this song hits big or whatever, you're going to expect a cut from it or what? So um, I would rather just... You know what I mean? Go about it the way. Plus, I'm not really understanding what I'm really going to do with music right now. I don't really know how that is going to, how that fits into my life right now. Like if I want to just do something on a major scale, I do love singing and I and I do enjoy creating uh, music, but I'm trying to see where the opportunity comes in at, like, especially since I don't want to do it on a, uh, mainstream level, like what opportunities do I have right now? My main goal is to get the book written. Um, even though today, music took more of my time than writing on the book. Um, My book to me right now is the priority. My book, this podcast, you get what I'm saying? That's, that's what I'm doing right now. Um, Even though music, music is always going to be a big part of me. It used to be the biggest part of me. Um, Hmm. But y'all, that, oh, Jesus, I was recording a song last night or attempting to <laughs> record a song that I wrote about me and my husband and the way that we met. Um, 
I wrote this like in 2018, I want to say. Yeah, about 2018, I wrote this song and I let them hear it and everything. And I was like, wow, is this song right here is just like, uh, you know, um, I was trying to record that last night. And as I recorded it, my face was just drenched in tears um, as I was trying, as I was singing it. And I'm like, dude, this is real life. This isn't, this song isn't just something I made up. This song is literally singing our meeting. Like it's singing. It's, it's literally putting in song our meeting. You get what I'm saying? And uh, y'all that just, I, I couldn't sing it with a dry face. I just, you know, you couldn't tell while I was recording it, but I was just like, this is real life. This is not a joke. These songs that I write, um, when I write songs that are love songs, these are songs about my husband minus like one I have one song that was inspired by someone else back when I was single. I wrote a poem and then one day I just transformed it into a song. But other than that, with the exception of that song, all these other songs, um, except for if you go further back, but these songs that I wrote uh, while being married to my husband, they're all about him. And so going back and trying to recreate them because now it's not going to sound muddy. You know, I know what I'm doing. It's starting to sink in. Like when I sing these songs, I can see, I can see the whole occurrence. You know what I mean? I can see what took place. I can see it literally playing out in my mind. And I'm just like, dude, this is real life. So I think I know the reason why music is not at the forefront like it used to be is because it puts me in, it, it puts me into a, an extreme level of, of feelings and it, it pulls out of me these it, it's just y'all when I do music it no matter how far away my husband is or no matter the lack of 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 exposure or or communication um it makes me feel close to him so I know it's the reason why I backed off of music um, the way I did, you know, that the song that I was singing, uh, it was talking about how, how I wouldn't leave them because of the music that we make together. And it wasn't necessarily the music was, was, um, was kind of like a, a metaphor for our, just our whole existence together. How when we come together, it's musical. It's, it's musical. It's, it's magical. It's, you get what I'm saying? And so, yeah, you know, it's just, ugh. people used to try to get me to 
record things, uh, sing, do all these different things with my husband when we first separated the first time. And I just couldn't bring myself to do it at all. The crazy thing that I did not understand, though, at that time was that my music was my my voice was my weapon. Do you get what I'm saying? My worship was a way to ward off certain spirits and certain things that I was feeling or that was trying to come against me through my worship. It, it set a certain atmosphere. It set, it set an atmosphere for God to work. And I didn't realize that at the time. And even if, if it was said to me, it was something that I was just like, I just can't, I can't, I can't. And that same attitude went with me all the way through this to this separation too. Um, last year, I was just like, I can't, I just can't, can't do it. And I remember God telling me, Naila, sing, sing, do it anyway, sing. And yeah, that you guys just this whole year here has been a real like get out your feelings type of year. You know what I mean? Um, the Holy Spirit uh, instructing me that you do it anyway. If I tell you to do something you have feelings about it. Those feelings are valid. It does not mean that you allow those feelings to be a ruler of what you do. Do you get what I'm saying? I was trying to explain this the other day, but y'all like I jacked it up. Um, your feelings should not set the thermometer of 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 you of what you should and should not do. Because the you get what I'm saying? Like, every time I try to explain it, I just feel so stupid. <laughs> um, but yeah, it should. Now, 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 I will say this. Your mood should be a thermometer to stop you. Like, if you see, like, to stop you from making choices. When you're like, if you're on a hundred, that, that, that thermometer is all the way up to a hundred degrees. That's not the time to make decisions. That's not the time to, um, to, to be a decision maker. That's not the time to act in that particular, you know, temperature. You need to bring the temperature on down. Wait till you're calm and then make a choice of what it is that you're supposed to do. Because, you know, so that's how I was, how I was trying to put it the other day, but it wasn't making any sense. <laughs> but yeah, your, 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 your feelings are a thermometer. They are a ruler, but the, well, they are a thermometer, but they shouldn't be a ruler of, you get what I'm saying? They shouldn't rule you. You shouldn't base your life off of your feelings because if you do that, you're going to be in trouble. It is the way that, that we are unsuccessful 
is being in our feelings. It is the way that, that we miss out on things by being in our feelings and operating in those feelings. So yeah, this year for me has just been very transformative for me because the Holy Spirit's been been teaching me. Now, for the longest, I would say, get out your feelings, get out your feelings, get out your feelings. And I, and I greatly, I, I meant that. I started saying, get out your feelings the last three years. Get out your feelings. Because it used to bother me, you know, how people around me were allowing their feelings to to control them you know from my husband um to my sister it was just different things like y'all 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 putting way too much weight on your feelings get out your feelings and yeah I offended people by saying get out your feelings it wasn't anything I was trying to do I wasn't trying to offend anyone but at the same time shoot I felt kind of kind of offended like god dog Shut up. You know? <laughs> Shut up. I used to get so frustrated. This is not about you and your feelings. Oh my gosh, feelings just take up so much time when it's something that you that you don't take the time to deal with yourself and then you come and you bring them and you all over the place and you bring them to me. That that they they take up too much time. They do. They do, they do when it comes down to making choices. I don't have time for that. And so, yeah, this year, this year has taught me, has begun to, to, the Holy Spirit has, has begun to help me get the revelation behind that statement um, and start to actually move forward in okay there are going to be some things you don't feel like doing the holy spirit might wake you up at three o'clock in the morning and say sit up no don't just sit up get on your feet all right now do this you get what i'm saying you you might not feel like doing that you get what i'm saying but there's a reason for his instruction um, that just, I don't know why, but that just made me think back to when I was probably about 12 years old. We were staying in my great grandmother's house. This was of course, after my mom and dad's divorce. So that's where we ended up staying afterwards. Cause she, you know, cause you know, at first she was being forced to pay uh child support when we were, um, living with him and so it's like she couldn't afford to pay the child support and live where she wanted to live. And so my great grandmother um, wanted my mother, asked my mother to come stay there with her. Um, and so she stayed there with her. But then when my uh, great grandmother, you know, had more things going on you know, with herself, she ended up staying with my grandparents who took care of her. And so we were, you know, staying in my great grandmother's house. And so it was just us by then. My uncle wasn't staying there anymore. And my great grandmother, you know, um, wasn't there anymore. 
And she might have even passed at this point. Yeah, I think she had already passed at this point. So I don't remember what age I was, y'all, but I was somewhere around 11, 12, maybe even 13. But I think I was probably around 12 or so. And there were some things, you know, like I said, my uncle used to live with us and he had a drug problem. And um, so he had been like, I think he had, he had been like, I don't know if he was like selling drugs from there or if he had took some drugs and he owed somebody some money. Um, and then gave them the wrong uh, name. Or if he was acquainted with somebody else who was who went actually under this name. I don't remember the name. It seemed like it was Tyrone or something like that. But I remember, you know, there was some people who kept coming. This guy came to the door and he asked, you know, my mom answered the door and he said, uh, Tyrone, live here. Where, where Tyrone at? And mommy was like, oh, nobody named Tyrone lives here. You know, and I guess he didn't believe her. You know what I mean? Because my, my uncle had been there since his adolescent years. You know what I'm saying? He had been there for years. And so, you know, I don't know if this person had been around or if he was going under this alias under this name or what. And so they didn't they didn't believe, you know, mommy when she said nobody lives here by that name. And they had come by a couple times and she told him, gave him the same response. Nobody lives here under that name. So one night we were I was asleep in my bed. My sister was sleeping in her bed. My brother was laying on the couch. He might have been, he was, he was awake. He was on the couch. I don't know if he was watching TV or what. Mommy was in the dining room and she was folding. She was doing laundry. And she heard all this commotion, all these, this stuff. She, she had never been around a whole bunch of guns and different stuff like that. She thought it was firecrackers. And so my, my brother said, get down. You know, mommy, get down. And mommy was like, huh? You know what I mean? Thinking it's just firecrackers or whatever. And she said she felt a force pull her down to the ground. Like the Holy Spirit had pulled her down to the ground. You know what I mean? Um, and in that moment, um, Someone was doing a drive-by on our house. They sprayed the house with bullets. When I say sprayed it, y'all, I don't even see how any of us survived. But mommy was led by the Holy Spirit to get down. Get down now. You get what I'm saying? Because if she hadn't, if she hadn't followed that pulling down and she would have resisted it that in that moment she would have died because there were bullets that flew right in that area you know and, and and I thank God for her always protecting us and covering us in prayer because I know 
that a lot of times we don't see the attacks that are coming. We don't know what's going to come, but when we're obedient and we keep, we, we pray, we're, we're, we're fighting on the defense. We're not the offensive, which is, which is bringing the attacks. We're on the defense, which we're, we're resisting attacks. So her willingness to cover us in prayer um, also stopped the attacks from coming on us as well. I'm sure there were plenty of nights that the Holy Spirit got up and said, pray over this house, pray over your children, do this, do that. You get what I'm saying? And I know there were certain times she didn't feel like it, but I know against her own will, she went ahead and did God's will and prayed because you guys... I just remember waking up, the the noise, I rolled off the bed. I didn't have carpet. It was a hard wood floor, hard, hard, solid. And I, I rolled out, the. I fell and hit the ground. And there was smoke coming out of my bathroom because I had a bathroom in my room. There was smoke coming out of there. My sister set up... Um. I think she set up like moments after the bullet flew through her wall. Exactly where she set up is exactly where the bullet went through the wall. She'd have got hit in the head. Um, but she set up right afterwards and the bullet had already flown. You guys, when I tell you, we have to be obedient to the Holy Spirit, we have to listen. We have to, you know, do what the Holy Spirit is telling us to do. And we have to get out of our feelings of, I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like it. Because when we get caught up in our feelings, it can be the, the, it could be, you know, the difference between life and death. Do you get what I'm saying? Between life and death, you hear me? So, you know, tonight I was I was I was doing a studying of um, of of how to war in the spirit, because so many times, you guys, we I know I have I, I don't know about you all, but I've been taught to kind of be on the you know what I mean? I declare war. You know what I'm saying? Kind of tip. And that's very dangerous. You know what I mean? Because we are not the ones who who have initiated the initial attack. Do you get what I'm saying? We, as children of God, are being attacked due to the, the battle or the war that Satan declared on God. Do you get what I'm saying? The battle of the war that he declared on against God when he decided to be disobedient and thought he could be better and bigger, you know, got tossed out of heaven. And then after that, he decided to, you know, war and do all this different stuff. And then, you know, uh, uh, the kingdom of heaven basically, um, prevailed and won. So the battle that we're in, it's already been won, but because of that, because of Satan's hatred towards the kingdom of heaven and the church or whatever, um, he consistently comes to us 
and wars against us. Now, it is not our job to to um, declare war on him. We are on the defensive, not the offensive. He's the offended one. We're not supposed to be easily offended. We, <laughs> Y'all, I'm sorry. I hope I'm breaking this down right because <laughs> I'm kind of going all over the place. <laughs> We are to be on the defensive. And what does the defensive do? You, you, you are, you, you are to be sober and vigilant. You know what I mean? Meaning you are um, to resist the attacks. You get what I'm saying? That's what we are to do is to stay geared up and to resist the attacks. What does the word of God say? It says resist the devil and he will flee. We are here to resist, not to, to pursue the devil. We are here to resist the devil. And so many times we have people telling us that we are to pursue the devil. How are we, a, how are we to fight a, 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 um, an enemy we can't see? The Holy Spirit instructs us how to war and how to you get what i'm saying that's that's he teaches us you know um and so we're we're to be sober and and that's something that i was that i was um looking into as well and you know because in the word of god tells us to be sober be vigilant why because the the adversary which is the devil, he is is roaming the earth and seeking whom he may devour. Now, I know people that look at the word sober and you just think of someone taking substances. You think of someone being drunk most of the time, or you might think of someone, you know, uh, doing drugs or something to that extent. But please know that being sober is making sure you are not indulging in any activity like um like binging you get what i'm saying that's in any activity you want to make sure you're not doing anything too much or more than what you are doing you know spiritually do you get what i'm saying so that takes me to Satan being the prince of the air. So if he is the prince of the air, that means that he's over all this different stuff that the entertainment, all this different stuff that's going on. Right. So us as the children of God, we can't think about it. You guys, we are being urged uh, to binge watch shows movies on all these different platforms like netflix hulu all this different stuff we are being encouraged to binge watch it they are telling you binge watch this get caught up on all the latest shows and this and that and we fall for it and that's not being sober minded because the reason why we have to be sober and, and vigilant is so we can see the attacks coming you're to be aware. See, because when you're when you're when you're not sober, 
You're not aware of your surroundings. You're not even aware of yourself most of the time. When you're drunk or high or whatever, you're not fully aware. If something were to attack you, your defenses, your defense mechanism isn't going to kick in as quickly you are not going to, you're going to, you're going to be trying to shake this off and you get what I'm saying? You're going to be slow, slow moving as far as uh, blocking the attack. And the same thing with all these TikToks, Instagram, all this different stuff, YouTube, it is, there's a plethora of things for us to indulge in. That's not being vigilant. That's not being watchful. You get what I'm saying? We have to get to a point where we understand that these things are put in our way as um, stumbling stones, as as ways to distract us from the attacks. If we don't see the attack coming, we're not able to resist the attack. You get what I'm saying? We have to... We're here. We're 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 on the on the defense. That's the reason why we have to put on the whole armor of God. We're on the defense. We are trying to to protect ourselves, our family, you know, the kingdom of God and all of that. We have to we're 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 merely just 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 standing against the attacks you know what i'm saying counteracting the attacks that's the reason why if you ever think about when you wage war on satan and you like i you know and you do all that stuff why the attacks get stronger now people will tell you the attack gets stronger because of something else but the attack is usually getting stronger is because you're going against an enemy that you can't see and a lot of times um if you're not being period if you're not being led by the spirit then you're out there on your own and you're out there fighting a war with with an enemy you can't see the so they already have an advantage over you you get what i'm saying so eesh we are to be on the defensive, not the offensive. You didn't, you, the initial war was not declared by you. It's basically God's, see, that's, that's what people don't understand. It's not our war to fight. It's not our battle to fight. It's God's. Now, I sang that song for years growing up. The battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. Um, <clears throat> you get what I'm saying? I sang it not understanding what it meant. Now, I hear people say, oh, the battle's not yours, it's the Lord's. But then I hear other people come and say, no, the, <laughs> the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. And that's completely taken out of context too, you guys. People look at it as though the kingdom of heaven is the violent ones. No, look at what the word is saying. It says the kingdom of God suffers violence. The violent ones are coming against the kingdom of heaven to try and 
You get what I'm saying? Knock it down. Do away with it. That's what it's saying. But a lot of people take that and they say, no, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. We're, the, we're to be the violent ones. Where does it What Does that make any sense? Does that, if we just read the Bible for ourselves and stop letting other people quote, misquote things, don't even know where the scripture is found. Like, I can't tell you off the top of my head, but you know what I mean? But no, yes, I can. No, no, I can't. I can't just tell you off the top of my head. But what I'm saying is people who haven't even studied the word are going, they hear different parts of the word and they tell you well this is how you this is how you overcome no we overcome <laughs> by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony we why why in the world would we have we're supposed to be peaceful you get what i'm saying um we're supposed to be peaceful god is the one that that is overseeing us he's our protector you get what i'm saying but um why would one of tell me this if 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 we were to be the violent ones why in the world would one of the the um pieces of armor is your feet being shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace why would that be the word of God does not contradict him. It, it's himself, you know, um, but so many times because we're, we're misinterpreting it. We're just glazing over it. We're not looking at it and breaking it down. We're just glancing over it and just reading it. And you get what I'm saying? Especially when y'all have y'all ever, have y'all ever known a song? That was a scripture. And even when you read that scripture, you're singing it in your head. You're not even, you're still not even paying attention. It's still not registering because it's a song. And so it's still not registering in your head what the scripture is really talking about. Like, I don't know if y'all ever done that before, but sometimes it, 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 it makes it easy to commit to memory, but Sometimes it takes away the revelation of it. It, it. it lightens it to where, oh, this is a song. I'm singing the song. Oh, I'm getting caught up in the song. And you're not getting, getting the revelation of what the word is really saying. <laughs> um, y'all, I don't even know how I'm getting into all of this stuff. I'm, I'm trying to. I, I'm kind of going all over now. It might make, add up and make sense. Uh, later but when I when I when I be talking y'all it don't feel like sometimes it, it doesn't feel like it all connects it doesn't even feel like it makes sense and then I go back and I listen to it and I'm saying does that make sense I hope that makes it and it, and it does but yeah except for the other day when I was talking about the ruler and feelings and that didn't make no sense but <laughs> but when I go back and I listen to my podcast, sometimes I say, oh, okay, Nyla, you're making perfect sense. But um, I just try to go by the leading of the word, like, how you leading me, God? What are you saying? But, um, yeah, so we have to 
read the word of God for ourselves and understand it for ourselves and understand that we're not declaring war. We're not. The war has already been initiated and the war has already been won. Do you get what I'm saying? Our our thing is the devil is fighting you because you're on the opposing team. He's throwing attacks. He's throwing stuff at you because he's mad. He's throwing stuff at you because he's mad. Because the, he knows um, his demise. He knows what's coming. So because you're on the opposing team and because he knows that the battle has been won, what he's going to do is come against God's children because that's hitting him where it hurts, right? God loves his children. God loves us. And 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 the Bible throughout it, you can see that it's a love story just to get us back. So the word of God also says that that God doesn't want to see anybody, you know, die and go to hell. He doesn't, he does, that's not his desire. He doesn't want to see that for anybody. So when the devil comes to attack God's children, he knows that's okay. This is hitting you where it hurts. And then your children, you know what I mean? They so sheepish and you know what I'm saying? Not in the way of, cause, cause we are sheep. We are, but we're so dumb listening to other people being led astray by wolves in sheep's clothing telling us how to do this stuff that's just causing us to furthermore be attacked harder and stronger you're not going to win that way the way we win and the way we overcome is by reading this word man reading this word the way that we overcome and then telling our testimony, our testimonies, um, free up other people. When, when y'all, when we tell someone how we have overcome, it helps someone else. It helps someone else in the kingdom understand. It encourages others. All of that. We overcome by, by worshiping and praising God and staying in tune, keeping a clear channel to the Holy Spirit so he can talk to us. If we have all these different things going on in our atmospheres, TV constantly being on. Oh, I just need background noise. TV constantly being on. We that is how that is all being used against us so we will tune out our helper. The Holy Spirit. That's the helper that God sent to us after Jesus left. He's not here on this earth anymore. So he sent the Holy Spirit to lead us, guide us, and be our helpers. So imagine if if you're in a war, right? And someone is 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 attacking you or about to attack you, right? And the person, you the the sergeant or whoever, you know, that's that's the lieutenant, whoever, whoever gives commands. If 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 you have things over your ears and you cannot hear what the commanding officer is telling you to do. You're going to lose. You're going to get hit. Because you don't hear what he's saying because he can see certain things happening. He's been trained. 
you know, to see certain things coming and happening and can instruct you on what to do. But if you're constantly indulging and not being sober, then your defenses are low. We are to be on the defensive, not the offensive. We are to be on the defensive. So anyway, that's all. <laughs> that's all I wanted to come and say uh, to you all. It's been a good day. Um, it's been a good day. So, okay, you guys, I am going to get off of here. I hope someone was able to get something out of this today. Um, y'all be encouraged. You understand me. Be encouraged. Let God fight your battle. Cast your cares upon God. You know, when we sit around in our cares and our worries and stuff, that's a distraction too. We have to cast our cares on the Lord. He cares for us. So give it to him. It's not too heavy for him. It's not too big for him. He's God. Give it to him. You having it is not doing any good for you at all. So release it. Let it go. Cast it on, on him. And y'all keep it moving. Be vigilant. Be sober. Do you understand? Submit to the Lord. Humble yourselves. The Bible gives us instructions on how to fight and it doesn't tell us to go yelling and screaming and hollering. And yeah, I don't see that anywhere in there. Even when, 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 when Jesus was rebuking and binding demons out, he wasn't screaming and hollering. He'd say, come out. Be loose. You could say <laughs> He would say a thing and that thing would happen. Do you hear what I'm saying? So we have to understand that, you know, we're not the violent ones. Y'all, I used to wonder why. Y'all, I don't know about y'all. I used to get headaches. Headaches. I feel like I'm going to pass out sometimes when I just be praying. My eyes be all shut tight. And I'd be just, y'all, the room used to spin. I'll never forget the room used to spin when I used to do that. When I used to be like decreeing and declaring and, ah, uh, you know what I mean? And praying all hard and strong like that. The room would literally start spinning when I was praying uh, for my husband like that. It used to spin where I felt like I was going to pass out. You know, I was doing too much. That's not my position or my job to do that. It's my position to let the Lord fight those battles. To be at peace. That is that is one of the biggest things the Bible talks about is being at peace. So, yeah, you guys, God doesn't want us all stressed out and high blood pressure because we just we can pray for these people so they turn blue in the face till we turn blue in the face. But it's not going to be effective unless we are being led. By the Holy Spirit, not led by somebody else. No, Holy Spirit is, in, is, is within each one of us. So that's why it's important to have a relationship with God, with the Holy Spirit. And he can communicate clearly. He's not talking to a stranger. He's talking to someone who knows him. 
trust him and is going to follow him. All right. Well, all right, you guys, I see I'm at 48 minutes. So, huh. All right. Well, I'm going to get off of here. You guys, I love, 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 love you all. Um, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate the listens. You guys keep it up and I'll keep this up. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Be led by God and be on the defensive, not the offensive. Keep your attitudes in check. Know that God loves you and I love you too. And until next time, peace. Have Instagram? Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.